0: Dude, how do you fall off of a cruise ship? Welcome to MinuteChurch, for inspiration to go. Welcome to MinuteChurch, Pastor Crespo here. MinuteChurch is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. That's the term for a life lived without faith in Jesus, a desert of negativity and despair. I have a story for you today, but before we get into that, I want to tell you about some changes that have taken place here at MinuteChurch. You know, we are nearing our 100th episode of this podcast and uh, you know it's it's been interesting just trying to find my voice trying to realize more clearly what the purpose of the podcast is and i've been enjoying it i, I hope you've been enjoying it as well and as we near this 100th episode i'm looking at trying to see what's the next step w- where are we going to take this And so I want to let you know a couple of things. Uh, First of all, soon and very soon, we are going to be adding video to this podcast so that on Spotify, you can not only listen to the podcast, but you'll be able to watch it as well. And uh, also, in addition to the addition of video, we're probably going to be changing the name of the podcast. That's right. So let let me explain that currently there are two things that I am doing on social media, two things online. One is a 60 second blurb and you may have seen it, you know, whether it's on my Instagram or TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I also post on Twitter and uh, been doing YouTube shorts lately, experimenting with that. And of course my Facebook page. And these are just 60 second spots or less than 60 second spots where I'm sharing a Bible verse, and just my thoughts on it, trying to simplify it, make it easier to understand. That, some folks have misunderstood that to be Minute Church because, of course, it's under a minute. When I created this podcast, I used the title Minute Church to try and give the impression to people who were going to be listening that we're not going to be here for an hour. You know, it's it's in minutes, not hours, because sometimes you can go someplace and, and they will— Uh, they'll keep you there for a while, and not that that's a bad thing. But the the audience, the target audience for this podcast, is not necessarily churchgoers. It's people who don't go to church but are open to hear things that you know may uh, educate them as to what the Bible says. The goal of Minute Church as or this program is really to take something that you are familiar with, some news article, and share something that the Bible has to say in, in relation to it or or into some subject that the story goes into for this purpose. I would love for you to draw a little bit nearer to the God of the Bible. Your life will never be the same. And so that's what the purpose of this podcast is. Now, some folks have confused Minute Church, the podcast, with this little minute, less than 60 second Bible text that I share. So I'm switching things around. Very soon, soon and very soon, you'll be seeing this program. The title is going to, uh, excuse me, the title of the podcast is going to be My Take with Miguel Crespo as opposed to Minute Church with Miguel Crespo. And then I'll just go ahead and use the the term Minute Church for that 60-second uh, blurb that I put on there. Look for me on Facebook. Look for me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Those are the spaces where we are putting this podcast and the 60-second spot, which will be known as Mini Church. We put those out there. Again, just sharing Scripture with you. If you, you know, I don't know how you feel about God. I just, I just hit the microphone, I'm swinging my arms here. I don't know how you feel about God. I don't know how you feel about the Bible. I'm telling you the experience that I've had getting to know the Lord Jesus has changed my life. It's brought meaning to it. It's brought purpose to it. It's brought it's brought a joy that is not dependent on my outward circumstances. I'm not going back, but beyond that, I think other people need to know this as well. And so, I want to encourage you, friend, draw a little bit closer to this God. Your life will never be the same. All right, let's get into it. I have a story here of a uh, uh, they and they didn't mention his name. Probably for a good reason, a certain individual was taking a cruise on one of the Carnival cruise lines out near the Gulf of Mexico and he fell off the ship. The story goes that he fell off the ship, but the Carnival cruise people didn't. So he fell, let's say he fell off the ship in an evening. The cruise line did not contact the Coast Guard until the next day in the afternoon, and the Coast Guard it took them about six hours to find this individual. Now, first of all, let me let me say this: uh, the props to the Coast Guard. All right, so uh, the 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 Coast Guard, uh, New Orleans sector, the team out there, guys, God bless you. Thank you for your hard work. You know, in the in terms of the military whenever we talk about the military we often talk about Army Navy Air Force Marines rarely do you hear someone throw in the Coast Guard when they're talking about the armed services um, but the Coast Guard is an important important organization you know they patrol our, our coastal waters they they do things like this they find people that are lost or have problems with their, you know, problems on the sea. Whether it's overboard like this or or having problems with their with their boats, they also deal with crime, drug trafficking, and and things of that sort. It's it's, it's serious business what these guys do, and they deal with some pretty turbulent waters as well. So, guys, God bless you. Good work. Thank you for finding this individual. But now, <laughs> let's get to this individual, dude how do you fall off of a how do you fall off of a cruise ship there are uh, uh, there are barriers there are safety barriers to keep that from happening now uh, can you imagine and and, and I'm not going to do a role play like I do sometimes but can you imagine uh what would you say after falling off of a cruise ship and then they come and find you because the the cruise lines they don't want this to happen. They take steps to make sure or to ensure the safety of their passengers. But yet, somebody manages to find a way to fall off of a ship. Uh, there are experts. you go go do some research. There are experts that will tell you that the the cruise ships have things in place to keep this from happening. The only way that a person is going to fall off of a ship is if they climb on top of some of the furniture, they start peering over the safety equipment. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Can you imagine what, what do you say? I, I would, th- I would think that would be a major source of embarrassment. Imagine, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I guess this is part of my, my, um, I, I have an imagination that just runs wild. Imagine being questioned by the Coast Guard after they find you and they say, oh, sir, um, you know, uh. Well, you know what let's just go for it uh yes yes sir mr smith we're we're happy that you're alive and 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 how are you feeling sir oh i'm i'm doing well i'm i i thank you so much for for rescuing me uh yes sir we we just need to have, ask a few questions to you know for our paperwork um how did you manage to fall off of the cruise ship with all the safety barriers that they have in place to protect the passengers? Uh, uh were you drinking sir? Oh, no, 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 I wasn't drinking. Um uh did, did someone did someone throw you off the ship? No, no, no. Uh w- w- what happened? Well, uh you see I was um No, no, okay, so this is what happened. Uh, see I was outside walking on the deck there and all of a sudden a seagull yeah, uh, no, it was actually it was a lot of seagulls. I mean, it was it was a lot. They started flying around me and 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 attacking me. Yeah. And and all of a sudden this giant seagull, I mean, like big, right? He came and he drop kicked me so hard that I fell off the ship. Okay, sir. So you sure you weren't drinking? No, no, no. 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 Okay. That's right. Thank thank you, sir, for that. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. I had to do that. What in the world was th- happened in this situation? How do you fall off of a cruise ship? That's going to be something that will probably be a, a, in another news article we'll see. <laughs> but let me, let me get to this. By the way, I, as I was doing prep for this, there's one thing I wanted to share with you because— did you know, and and so here's just a bit of information for the miniature's church family. If you ever get chased by seagulls and one drop kicks you and you fall into the sea, did you know that you can use your pants as a flotation device? Yep, that's right. You can use your pants as a flotation device. Let me explain to you. In the navy, they they teach this to their sailors, and they and they do to the marines as well. Uh, by the way, in the Navy, you know how they have, uh, if you've ever seen a Navy uniform, they have bell-bottom pants. We used to, I was in the Marine Corps. We used to make fun of the squids when they walked around in their uniforms, because they had these pants that were, they, we, I, I, at the time didn't understand why we just thought it was funny. We had a good time picking on them, but there's a reason, there's a reason why sailors have bell-bottom pants. And it's for this exact issue. If you were to fall off of a ship And you find yourself at sea, you can use your pants as a flotation device. And the reason that the Navy sailors, the the reason the sailors have bell-bottom pants is because it's easier to take them off and keep your shoes on, keep your boots on. Otherwise, you'd have to take off your boots to remove your pants, and being out in the sea treading water would be extremely difficult. So just a tip here. If you ever find yourself chased by seagulls and one drop kicks you and you fall into the sea, this is what you need to do. (laughs) Take off your pants. Yes, take off your pants. You take the the legs, the bottom by the ankle, and you tie the two legs together in a knot. Get a nice, good knot there, okay? Then you take the pants by the waist, you put them behind you over your head, because you're in the water, remember, so you lift it up over your head, so it's out of the water, and you whip the pants over the top of your head and back down into the water in front of you. And basically what you're doing is you're capturing air in the legs. When you do that, you grab the waist and you hold it tight and the two legs will, you'll see them full fill with air. You put your head between the legs, hold the waist, and you float and you wait. Yep. And as of course, the pants, depending on the material, they will leak air when they leak air you take the pants you put them back behind your head and you flip them up over your head again into the water in front of you scooping the air again and you you do that as often as you need to to use them as a flotation device there have been sailors and marines that have had to do this one particular one i heard he spent 36 hours in this uh, waiting to be rescued because he fell off of a ship Although I don't think that that marine was dropkicked by a seagull, (laughs) but, you know, it saved his life. So there's a life-saving tip beyond the spiritual life-saving tips that you get here if you ever find yourself in open water. Now, okay, let's get to the inspiration part of this. You know, the Bible talks a lot about boats. It talks a lot about water. Uh, For example, the flood, hello, Uh, that's old Testament. If you get into the new Testament, you start to read about, for example, the apostle Paul, Paul had a lot to do with water. Uh, he traveled a lot by, by sea. Uh, he knows what it's like to be shipwrecked. He knows what it's like to be, uh, stranded in the deep for a long period of time. Uh, although I don't, I don't think he used his pants as a flotation device because they didn't have those back then. Maybe he used his toga. I don't know. But, uh, there's one story in particular that I want to tell you about. This story comes from the book of Matthew. In the Bible, the Bible tells the story of the disciples that they set out to sea. And while they were on the Sea of Galilee, a great storm came up. The Bible says that they, they, they were in the boat and Jesus was on the land. And as they're in the middle of the storm, they're bailing water. They're thinking that they're about to die. It was it was a bad storm. It was one of those storms. The Bible says that Jesus came walking on the water towards them. Now I'm going to read part of this to you because it's kind of incredible. In uh, Matthew chapter 14, Jesus is coming up on the on the on you know coming towards them on the sea, walking on the water. They start, they began to be afraid. As you can imagine, here's a storm. You think you're going to die. All of, all of a sudden, you see this figure on the water coming towards you, and I'm sure all sorts of scary thoughts start to fill your mind, and you're thinking, this is it. But Jesus says, hey, guys, it's me. Don't be afraid. But but listen what happens here. <laughs> Jesus says, do not be afraid. It's me. In Matthew 14, 28, Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, Command me to come to you on the water. What? (laughs) Peter's in a boat. He's, along with the other disciples, they feel like their life is in jeopardy because of the storm. They think Jesus is a ghost. It's not. He says, guys, it's me. And the first thing Peter says, hey, Lord, if it's you, can I come out into the storm with you? Instead of being in this boat, there are some things that I'm going to want to have some answers to when I get to heaven. And when I get to heaven, I hope to run into the apostle Peter, and I'm going to say, Brother, what were you thinking? (laughs) Anyways, the Bible says that Jesus said to him, Come. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came to Jesus But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, what would you think? Lord, save me. So here we go. Some refer to Peter in religious circles as impetuous Peter. The guy gets an idea in his head. He runs with it, and then he realizes, "Uh uh-oh, that might not have been the best idea. He gets out on the water. He looks at the waves, takes his eyes off the Lord, begins to sink, and he says, God, help me. Here's the verse that I want to Focus on real quick here. Matthew 14, 31. And Jesus immediately reached out, reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? What I want to focus on is the word immediately. Jesus immediately reached out, reached out. In the original language, the word immediately in English here, in the original language, the word means. Immediately, at once, forthwith, that's the definition of the Greek word that's used here that we have translated to English. Immediately when Peter found himself in trouble in the sea, threatened by the storm, he called out to Jesus and immediately Jesus responded to his cry for help. My friend, I want to remind you this morning of this God. Or whenever you listen to the podcast, it may not be morning. It's morning for me. I want to remind you of this, God. The Bible reminds us that when we are in storms, we do not have to face them alone. Now, there have been experiences in my life when I have had trials, and I've called out and brought these problems to the Lord, and all of a sudden, the problems go away. Miraculously, just the storm stops. But then there are other times where I have trouble and trial, and I call out to the Lord, and I still have to face the trial, still have to go through the storm. But I have not had to go through them alone. In either event, I can tell you this, that, that I can tell you honestly, that when I've called on the Lord, God has immediately come to my aid. Sometimes with a miraculous hand, calming the storm, Sometimes with a miraculous hand holding mine, taking me through the trial. Either way, I don't have to go through my problems alone. Friend, this morning I want to remind you that Jesus does not want you to go through your problems alone. You can trust in him. And you don't have to take off your pants to do it. I'm Pastor Crespo, and that is Inspiration to Inspiration2Go.